Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Donald, the most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. I'm Steve Cypress, here with my co-host, Everett Farnell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. I am your co-host, Steve Cypress, along with the one and only Mr. Everett Farnell. Hey, Steve. How's it going today? I am doing stupendously, marvelously, unbelievably fantastic. Thank you. And you? Well, I couldn't be any better. I feel like the stock market's up and the interest rates are down and you won't get mugs going downtown. I mean, everything is just perfect. It's, well, uh, and uh, I, I hate to disagree, but I'm going to say that by the end of this episode, you're going to be doing even better, as will all of our listeners. So let's get right to it. We talked last week about this way that Trump is going around uh, acting like he's already the president. It's kind of like news. When I hear something on the news that like Obama said something, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Technically, Obama's still the president. I mean, Trump is calling him, making a list, call these corporations, make me a list of more of them. Now I'm talking to this Japanese businessman man is coming in and injecting billions of dollars, and I'm the one who's going to the Army-Navy game and getting my pictures taken and sitting in the booth, and Obama's nowhere to be seen, and it, of course, technically not, board not technically elected yet by the Electoral College, but he's certainly acting like he's the president, and last week we talked about how he's giving value first, and how business owners can do that, like with the carrier deal, he's already saving jobs when he's not technically yet in office. This week, we're going to talk about how Donald Trump is showing by example how you should be taking action and not waiting to get permission first. So, for instance, I had an example. I had a, an experience with a bathroom a kit remodeler who came over and the typical remodeling experience. They come over and sit down in the kitchen, my beautiful wife Michelle and I, and what do you like, and let's take the measurements, and what do you not like, and ooh, on in general, whatever, and then I'm going to go back, and I will whip up some drawings and some plans, and I'll come back with some samples tiles and materials and wood for the cabinets and whatever in this whole week or two process and then we're still you know let's see if we're going to go with them and I think even we did in you know sit down with two or three of them and went through this process with all of them but once the kitchen was being remodeled we let the guy know by the way we also want to do our downstairs bathroom here and so when you're done with that let's talk about this well the smart contractor is now going to take that as a cue to not do that to not wait until the kitchen's done and then we're going to sit down and go through the whole process again and just talk about it the smart remodeler is going to come back and even before the kitchen remodel is done come back and say you know it's easier when the guy's still here and everything is still in an uproar and whatever what if it's only you know three more, four more days, I've whipped up these plans here, not going to say whipped up, I've taken the time and the effort and paid my guy to invest money in this deal already, you know, whatever, that's the, that's the attitude, I've put together the plans, and are there any changes you would like to make before we get started, and I figure we'll start as soon as we finish the kitchen, and therefore that will minimize all the trouble and all of this and that, whatever, and he's kind of taking all that action of putting out the plan without all this asking for permission of what do you like, what do you not like, blah, 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 nonsense. Well, exactly. And I think what that is, 
well, I think what way, that I is, is brilliant. I'll, I'll finish the story <laughs> in a cautionary tale. The guy we had did not do that. So what he did, he made the mistake of once the kitsch was finished, he did call and say, oh, let's set a time when I'll come back and talk about the downstairs bathroom. By then, the problem was there was one piece that he had to switch out from the kitchen, something uh, in the sink that didn't fit, the hose wasn't long enough or whatever, we paid an extra 100 bucks to bring back the longer hose, the four foot instead of the two foot or whatever it was. It's so bamboozled, you're not going to believe this, but he never even came back with the new hose that we paid him for. And of course, therefore, he never came back to pick up another $15,000 remodeling job on doing the bathroom. I mean, it was just a total bamboozlement, the total opposite of what you see Trump doing, where you see most politicians do, or presidents in my lifetime. There's this whole transition into, ooh, ah, and I'll wait, and I'll have meetings, and I'll think about things. Trump is just t- not asking for any of that permission. I'm going to the Army-Navy game. I'm talking to the leader of Taiwan. Don't tell me I need permission. Don't tell me China has to let me do What are you? talking about even (laughs) as the president-elect he's saying i don't need permission to do things and so don't make the mistake that my contractor did and leave all that money on the table don't ask for permission take action take action and and just assume that you're going to be doing business with the uh with the client and really that's that's what this is all about i mean technically speaking trump has not been elected to the office yet now as a practical matter we know that he's going to be elected but he's not technically elected until, what is it, the 18th of this month when the Electoral College goes and casts their votes. He's just acting as if. And there's a great line from Glengarry Glenn Ross, who hopefully, every, I know every salesman, I, please tell me every salesperson out there has watched it. I hope every business owner has watched it. Alec Baldwin says, what do you think they come on the lot for? They didn't come in to get out of the rain. They came in to buy. And that's what people need to remember. You're in front of the customer because they're there to buy. They either came to you or they called you to come to them. I guess if you're in You're absolutely right. In fact, I mean, I recently, I, unfortunately, which I cannot stand, but I'm dealing right now with two different lawsuits. I mean, nothing personal. I have lawyers as clients. I just can't. And I have a law degree myself. I just cannot stand dealing with lawyers. And by having my law degree, I have lots of friends that are lawyers back from law school. But... Uh, Man, uh, I do not want to tell this story over and over and over. I did all my due diligence and went through and looked up research and whatever, which everyone is doing, dear listener, about your business as well. And I looked all that up, and then I made my decision, this is the lawyer I wanted. And I assumed that that was my lawyer when I picked up the phone and talked to him. It's only their case to lose, and they could be mealy-mouthed and weak about it and lose it. But that would be bad for me because I don't want to give all the facts and tell all the story over and over again. I want to do it once. So do me the favor, like Everett says, and treat me like I'm already a client the second I start talking to you. Absolutely. Not only will you make more sales, but believe it or not, you'll have happier clients. Absolutely. I I just gave you one example of how we'd be happier. We would have had Mm -hmm. our downstairs bathroom done. I would have had, I like only telling my story to one doctor or one lawyer or one anybody. I only want one contractor coming to my house and walking around and taking measurements and do whatever. I mean, I I really want whoever I'm calling, if I'm calling you, dear listener, it's your job to lose, and you ought to act like it, just like you see Donald Trump doing. 
He's already acting like he has the job that he doesn't technically have yet, and you should be doing too. Now, we have, as always, an advanced tip, but we will share that, uh, not on this call, because we get the call saying you're confusing us and going into way advanced tip on the calls, but we'll say that for somebody going to the website, lessons learned from DonaldTrump.com. Contact information is there for Everett and for me. Call either one of us, call us both, whatever. We'll get on the phone. We'll figure out your specific situation. We'll tell you the advanced tip, and we'll go one step further, and we'll help you implement it into your business. Anything else to add, Everett? I don't think so. I think that closes it up nicely. Act as if, folks. Do not wait for permission. Take action. It's best for you. It's certainly best for your prospect. Therefore, it's best for everybody. You're seeing Trump do it. That's the example he's setting for you. Go do it. And we'll be back here next week with another lesson learned from Donald Trump. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the Internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure you go listen to the rest of the episodes by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time. Unless you like being a loser, some people do, I guess.